0: Episode 184, tips to prepare for holiday sales early. Welcome to the Frugal Friends podcast, where you'll learn to save money, save money embrace simplicity, embrace it, and live a richer life. life.
1: Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill.
0: Ah, da, 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 da.
1: Can't do any more yes. than that.
0: Not, I mean, people will yell at you for for singing that right now, because it's almost, but we just have to wait a few more days, Jill.
1: <laughs> so
0: close. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about the holidays because it's that time. It's time to start thinking about them, whether you have sworn off the peppermint mochas for another weekend or you are already like listening to Christmas music. Wherever you are, financially it's time to plan for them. <laughs> oh, I know some people who started a year ago and haven't stopped.
1: With the, with not the decor, taking your Christmas
0: lights down does not mean you haven't stopped. <laughs> That's a different problem.
1: Also, I know some people who started before Halloween, so <laughs> we're all over the spectrum. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so this is the time to start planning. Let's kick it off and share some tips with, like, how do we prepare? How do we get the most out of the season and still stay frugal, still be minimalist, sustainable, all the things that we want to be, but and not ignore the fact that there are great sales to be taken advantage of in this season.
1: It's mm-hmm. a balance
0: mm-hmm.
1: and enjoyable time and memories Absolutely. to be made. And
0: I think, yeah, that's a break. the biggest is the parties and the experiences like that's also things that should be in your budget. So, but first, before we start getting into it, let's thank our sponsors.
1: Also brought to you by preppers, a way to describe those that are prepared. Prepping is a spectrum. And while there are those with closets full of dried food, water, honey, and a few ham radios. There's also room for those who are just proactive about the holidays and making wise decisions with their budgets. Preppers, there's room for everyone.
0: What's a ham radio? Is that a ham that's also a radio?
1: No, it's used by preppers. It's an amateur radio that does work on some high frequencies and they can pick up waves from apparently Australia and other countries around the world. Hmm. it's it's a thing that became a, a prepper thing. I think particularly after World War II, maybe a little bit more after the Vietnam War. I'm not incredibly uh, up to date on all of it. I'm sure somebody in our Frugal Friends community group can tell us more, but I just know it's a prepper thing.
0: Hmm. I can see now that HAM is capitalized. So it's surely an acronym and not HAM. And maybe. I see that now.
1: Maybe. I'm not, I don't even actually know. I just...
0: It's a a spectrum, spectrum. Jen.
1: I think there's some people who just enjoy it as a hobby, and some people utilize it to be a prepper.
0: Okay, well, good. Where whichever end of the spectrum you lie on, I'm sure that you want to save money this holiday season. Do that's probably why you're listening to this episode. So episodes that you can queue up to play next that will kind of expand on what we're talking about today. So we've got episode 135, where we talk about specifically being frugal with technology. A lot of the savings that you will find on technology happen around this time. It's not only this time of year. That's a distinction we will make. This isn't the only time of year sales happen. But it is a a big time for that. Episode 133, tips to avoid holiday impulse spending. Because we want to prep, but we don't want to... We want to be intentional about our purchases, not let our purchases just happen to us. So 133 is great. And then all the way back into the archives, episode 30, where we examine if Black Friday actually helps you save money. And this was 2018. I think that was released. So take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) That's our disclaimer. (laughs) Another decade ago, you know. um, A full on decade
1: and a half, maybe.
0: (laughs) So those are the ones you can queue up for later. And if this episode is too long for you to listen to, I think the biggest thing you can take away is make a plan and stick to the plan. I think if you take nothing else away, make a plan Stick to just the classic
1: plan. prepper stuff.
0: <laughs> you know a lot more about this, it seems, than I do. And I got I'm, family in Tennessee. I am excited to <laughs> to talk more about this thing I didn't know we needed to talk about. Uh, so if you want to know more than just make a plan, stick to the plan. Our first article is from the HuffPost and it is retail experts share their 11 best tips for saving money on holiday. And I cannot wait to pick this one apart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) It's funny. And for those of you who are longtime listeners, you know that this is how we structure the show. We look at, if you were to Google this topic, what would Google show you? And sometimes Google gives you some really great stuff and we agree with it. And sometimes we don't. And I think for this reason, we're still going to go through all 11 tips but help to discern what's actually good, sound advice and what is not. What can we skip or bypass (laughs) or tailor to fit our needs? And I think that's my summary of this article. Some of it's good and some of it's not good. And we're going to discern it together as frugal friends because we're wise about this.
0: Absolutely. So the first one on this article actually gave me some hope. And this one was written in 2020, so this is a relevant, like timely end of 2020. So it is relatively timely for when we're recording this. But the first one is don't feel rushed to make a purchase. And I do like that. They say that holiday shopping deals probably won't work the same way they have in the past. And while we, we may be able this year, you know, see some back to normal. It's not going to be all back to normal. But, you know, last year we saw fewer doorbuster deals, longer sale periods. And that's actually helpful for shoppers is that you don't have to. One of the marketing techniques marketers will use is is timeliness, giving you a really short deadline to make a purchase. And this kind of eliminates some of that, which is helpful for the shopper. So you can take time and research your purchases and don't feel pressured to jump on a particular sale.
1: Mm-hmm. No more waking up the crack of dawn to stand in lines.
0: No, that will not. I don't <laughs> Black see Friday that coming or otherwise, back otherwise yeah, ever for yeah.
1: multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second tip on here is to review price matching policies. This is a decent tip. I'm going to be honest. Price matching is a little outdated in my estimation and experience because Amazon in a lot of ways is beating out so many people will not offer price matches. However, Mm -hmm. on some of your bigger items from your larger box stores, they might still be offering price match guarantees. Maybe on technology or that kind of a thing. But if you are doing your shopping and you are looking for a bigger ticket item, it's worth identifying. Do they have a price match policy? What are the exclusions? Is there a way that I could leverage that? to get a good deal on whatever it is that I'm shopping for but my tip on this is not to get too caught up or spend too much time in this with the use of the internet so many price points are relatively in the same range so it's it's not worth expending a ton of energy in my estimation
0: yeah i've i've noticed that as well the third one's when we start to get really into the weeds consider interest-free buy-now-pay-later options. And this is absolutely horrible. Like, What expert recommends that to save money? And they say it right in here. The expert, who they are quoting, says, though these interest-free financing options can encourage you to spend more than you would otherwise and carry hefty penalties if you miss a payment, they can be a great money-saving tool when used with caution. That's not (laughs) <laughs> that's,
1: that's No. <laughs> you can't save both those
0: things you in the same breath. You cannot. How? How do they help you save money?
1: Yeah. No, How? it literally does encourage more spending and like prolonged payments and yeah. high interest.
0: The penalty the fees are a small part of the payment model for buy now pay later sites. The big thing is that they charge a 3% fee to the retailer, and so they make a bulk of their money because when using them, you will buy more. You will spend more. And so that increases their uh, commission. And that is the bulk of how these companies make money. So it's you shouldn't even be afraid of not missing a payment. It's very likely you will. You will pay that fee in overpay like paying more and buying more stuff so at least you get stuff in exchange but is it really worth it
1: my alternative to that is only buy what you can afford
0: that's a great alternative and by
1: afford i mean the money that you currently have is it enough to cover your bills and this thing that you want to purchase well
0: that's why we're talking about this in october versus november december because it's too late then like then you have to consider these options. Uh, And we are trying to help you avoid having this. This is not a best tip for saving. I'm so angry.
1: (laughs) You really are. You're getting riled up. Let's talk about number four. This is a good one. Okay, this is fine. Opt for previous generation tech. And as Jen already mentioned, we do have an episode all about saving on tech So we're talking phones, computers, TVs, electronics, all those things. So if this is what you are considering purchasing this year, definitely check out that episode because we're not going to take a deep dive on it here. But a good tip is... Look at last year's model, the previous year's model. There's not too much that has changed as far as what the gadget does year to year that we imagine, especially for us frugal folk, the older generations and models are going to be very suitable effective, meet our needs, and we won't have to pay the brand new ticket item. Even if you're buying it new from the store, get the older generation. Or if you want to take the next step, start now and... And be looking on some of these secondhand sites. There are specific secondhand sites for tech, but you can also just check out eBay and Facebook Marketplace and offer up and let go for some of these tech items that you're looking for that are refurbished and really excellent. So, this is definitely one, especially because tech can be such a big ticket item this mm-hmm. time of year.
0: And I will reiterate, because I say this all the time. The laptop I run my entire business from. I record videos. I record podcasts. I literally everything, every way I make money is from this laptop. I bought it at a pawn shop. I bought this MacBook at a pawn shop decades ago. Yeah, no, two thousand eighteen. People forget so.
1: about pawn shops. You and you've talked mm-hmm. about that throughout on a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. I think we even have a, an episode specifically about. Pawn shops. Yes, but yes, I would encourage that because again, that's something we don't often think about. We think about, you know, Amazon and Facebook Marketplace and eBay, but that's a great alternative. If you can find an ethical, an ethically run pawn shop, then that'd be great.
0: Yeah, I mean, and even if if you're worried about refurbished, you know, stuff that's a little used, like just remember, Frugal Friends is. Primarily run off of a laptop from a pawn shop. Just remember that. <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> like, I just want you to know that. So um, the fifth, I also hate. Not as much as number three, but I just... There's so many things wrong with it. But it's still
1: useful to go through it, to know what what is good here and what's not good here and what are the alternatives because this is the advice that the internet is trying to give us. So it's good to talk about.
0: Thank you. Look into shipping memberships. So if you are going to rely on online shipping this year, they say, okay, so this is where, this is okay. Take advantage of free trials of shipping memberships. This is that's what they're really recommending. If you don't have access to the free trials, maybe you've already used them of Walmart Plus, Amazon Prime, ShopRunner, then don't get a shipping membership just for this. Be intentional with your purchases because Walmart Plus, Amazon Prime, they already offer free shipping as long as you make a minimum purchase. So just make the minimum purchase and uh, do that. I think it's also worth looking – I always look at eBay or Poshmark before for what I want before I go to Walmart or Amazon Prime, and sometimes I will choose – if shipping from one of those is just outrageous, which sometimes it is, then I would choose like a Walmart or an Amazon. But yeah, compare too, because it may be worth paying shipping to get something on eBay than it is to get – um, something new with free shipping Absolutely. from Walmart and Amazon. Yeah.
1: And just to clarify, we're not saying, oh, just rack up the things in your cart to meet the minimum buy for free shipping. Right. This is where we implement patience and being proactive to wait until you have enough in your cart that you actually need and you've been planning to buy until you meet that minimum Mm -hmm. spend. And that's just a great money saving tip. Anyhow, leaving things in your cart, sleeping on it, making sure you are prepared and and you actually want to buy this thing. And it's not just an impulse purchase. So that can work in our favor in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number six on here, I do like Use Money Saving Browser Extensions. I don't think this is utilized or talked about enough. And there's nothing Mm -hmm. hidden here. I know you've heard us talk about Rakuten a lot, and we encourage people to use Rakuten even before we had a referral code. Yeah, Because it just, it's it's really excellent. Both you and I, Jen, utilize it, and we get checks in the mail just from cash back on stuff. So if you're not already using Rakuten as a browser extension, again, it works in conjunction with a lot of these online retail sites including sometimes Amazon, although it does shift with what the cashback percentage is. It changes moment to moment. And so you can look and see what's the cashback on certain items from Amazon or Walmart or eBay or Etsy or you name it. And it keeps track and it sends you a check quarterly based on what you've spent. I also really do like Key. They were a recent sponsor of ours. It's not as extensive as the things that you can purchase through Rakuten, but they offer some really steep discounts. Yes. So if you can happen to find some Christmas gifts through rebate key, I would highly recommend that you can get things for like 70 to 90% off at RebateKey. Yeah.
0: Key. And I think we still might have a discount code, um, either Codeful or Frugal Friends Podcast RebateKey. Um, use one of those... I- Yeah, I think we might still have that. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, Seven is to track price changes. And I love this with a caveat that it may, we may not have enough time to track price changes, (laughs) even at this point, because there are shipping delays. There are, you know, delays. So we're going to have to shop earlier this year. But it does help you if you're waiting on something and you add, um, I think Honey is my favorite place. Camel 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 is one that tracks Amazon prices, and Honey tracks a lot of my Amazon prices too. But if there is a sale, it will instantly notify you that the price on something on your on your list has dropped in price so that you can like get on that price drop. Mm-hmm. So that can help you save a little. But I would I wouldn't rely on it. I'd be like Adding things to my cart and just waiting. And if there happens to be a price drop, cool. If not, then definitely just get it and don't like wait for it. But there are so many price drops around this season. It should not be hard to get one. And you mm-hmm. can also, I think, even better see the six-month history of the price of an item. So you can see if they just jacked up the price 30% right before... Halloween so that they could drop it 30% (laughs) to have a quote-unquote sale, which definitely happens. Classic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And of course, we're talking about primarily – gift giving here when we're talking about purchases although if this this could also be a time to make some of those purchases that you've been considering throughout the year if you do find a good deal on something but this isn't just so you can be alerted and have your phone constantly going off for every deal that might be available to you. Mm -hmm. Again, we want to be thinking about what do we want to purchase? How much money is it? What can I afford to buy? What's within the realm of my income? And then these are some tips to be implementing. But then I think it will be a hard stop once we do acquire the things that we're hoping for, then turn off Camel, Camel, Camel and Nani and all these things that are alerting Mm -hmm. Yeah, we turn off
0: December 26th.
1: Okay, number eight on here is to collect cash back. So again, this is some of the things that we've already been talking about: rebate key, Rakuten, Swagbucks, Fetch Rewards. These are some of the platforms, extensions that we can utilize to get cash back on our purchases. Of course, some of us have credit cards that also offer rewards and purchases. We uh, recommend utilizing credit cards with caution with good stewardship, paying them off weekly, biweekly, monthly, not carrying over a balance or paying interest on those credit cards. So if that's you, then the rewards can really work in our favor. If that's not you, utilize these Chrome extensions that are going to give you cash back
0: on your purchases. Yes. Nine. Okay. This is where this, the last three is where we start getting into the really good expert advice. Yes. Ah, Finally. So refreshing to be at the bottom of the article. (laughs) Uh, Nine, don't be afraid to tighten your belt. So it's saying don't be afraid to decline the secret Santa gift exchange or the potluck. Don't be afraid to say no. No is a full sentence. No, thank you, honestly, is the one that we prefer. But yeah. <laughs>
1: Offer gratitude with your no. Yes,
0: always. Uh so yeah, you can always say no, thank you, even if these people are in your family, and they will look at you weird. Honestly, I think it's I think you could blame anything on 2020 and people will be generally more accepting. <laughs> yes. So this is a great time to use that excuse. And just be like, hey, I'm still recovering, like I can't. And you can use that, use that excuses for as many years as possible until you're like, nah, man, I was just lying. I don't want to participate in your annual Secret Santa. So the other day I saw somebody on Instagram was saying like the look or the sound of the, all the text responses when they said they weren't going to be involved in the family gift exchange this year. Like everyone was just like, Meh. And I was like, our family just stopped inviting us to the exchange. (laughs) (laughs) Cut out. Yeah. (laughs) Too frugal. Yeah. Um, But also I was like, I'm sorry, I don't want to receive like a holiday gourmet popcorn tin is not part of my core values Mm -hmm. in what I want to receive or give. So that's not what I want to be a part of. And you can say no if that's not what you want to be a part of either.
1: Exactly. And with that, too, offering alternatives of, hey, I'm not going to do that, but I am having people over to sip on some apple cider and cut snowflakes out of scrap paper, Mm And we'll listen to music, right? Like we could do these things where we still can engage in relationship. Again, you mentioned core values, Jen. That's a challenge we're stepping out of currently within Club BFF, which was amazing. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) But we can still engage with people without spending money. I think it's just a matter of finding the freedom and permission and our own voice and choice in that. I understand that that takes a lot of guts, nerve, whatever word you want to put to it. But I think the scariest thing about that is coming off as devaluing of others. And I think there is a way to set our own boundary lines, say, no, thank you, but still value ourselves and other people. Mm -hmm. And so there's room for both here. And sometimes we just might not go to the secret Santa. That's fine too.
0: Yeah, that's
1: fine. Number 10 on here is pare down your gift list. I really like the specific tip that they gave here of writing out (laughs) kind of priority of who you want to buy for, as in who's essential to buy gifts for, followed by who would it be really nice to include and who would be... Okay, if if it so happens that I can afford this, then awesome. Kind of these three different tiers, mm-hmm. and start with those that are at the top of the list. We do not want to be buying gifts for every single coworker and then run out of cash to purchase for our nieces and nephews. <laughs> That's just my situation.
0: Yes. <laughs> so oh. so priorities. All of your coworkers are me. All of my coworkers. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just kidding! I know you. <laughs> Don't worry, Jen. Oh, I'll <laughs> make you dinner or
1: something. Uh, but yeah, identify who do you absolutely want to give a gift to, if at all. Also, know that it is okay for a year or for the rest of your life to say this is the year that I'm going to be not giving gifts. Maybe I'll give of my time and energy. Maybe I'll host, maybe I'll cook for people, but I'm not going to give tangible gifts. And that could actually be a really beautiful exercise where you learn about yourself and others. But if gift giving is a priority, this is a great tip. Identify who do you want to give to and start there and then work your way through it. And if you end up running out of time, energy, money, okay, at least you know that you're giving to those that are on top of the priority list.
0: Yeah, I would like to um, differentiate. Like when we don't get invited to the gift exchange, that's like the extended family gift exchange. We still get gifts for our parents, siblings, all of those. That's something we prioritize is our immediate family. We actually don't get gifts for the kids because they get so many gifts from my mother-in-law. And I was like, I'm not gonna play, I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna clutter somebody's house more. Even if they don't see it as clutter, I see it as clutter. But we do get <laughs> yes. we get gifts for all the parents. I was like, who really deserves a gift more than a than a parent? So that's I, I know that's debatable. Don't don't Listen, come at me. We're but all out here doing our I own I, thing. I just really feel like the adults need the affirmation and the encouragement more than the children do. So that's where my priorities lie. And we do get gifts for the the whole immediate family. But yeah, we just we don't need to be part of the gift exchange for the extended family. Travis's extended family is ginormous. They have multiple gift exchanges. So it doesn't have to be forever. Like if you are in a season where you're paying down debt, you can write a nice letter, an affirming, heartfelt letter. And then when you're in a better situation where you're building wealth and increased income, then, you know, give give generously. Wow them with your gifts. That's what we love to do. Yes. Agreed. It's okay to be where
1: you're at and set your own boundaries.
0: Mm-hmm. But I did give a discounted gift card to the movies to my brother-in-law one year so there you go it's also a a piece piece of paper gift (laughs) on a piece of paper it was i printed it off beautiful (laughs) and the last one is to consider diy gifts this for better for worse if you are really good at making diy gifts do that if you are not think twice but they have like a little um, a suggestion for a care package with uh, like a hot chocolate and marshmallow with a candy cane. Like that's very easy DIY. There was something that we saw when we went to a distillery tour. Jill, oh, I hoped you were going to. If you it didn't was, say it, I was going to say. Oh it. my gosh! I'm sorry. Do you want to say you? No, uh, do it. Do okay. it. I'm so full. It, for it is like a little cocktail like kit. I don't know. I think it was for like hmm. a, a bigger cocktail, not just one or t- but mm-hmm. maybe two with the dried fruit and the accoutrement that you need for a fancy cocktail. So all the person would need to provide is their liquor of choice and You know, club soda or something.
1: Yes. I love this because it does feel very luxurious Mm -hmm. and thoughtful and it's a DIY gift, but you're not spending the money on the alcohol, which let's be Mm -hmm. real, that's where the true expense is. But it was all the ingredients to also infuse an alcohol. So different types of things that you could put into, you know, a vodka or gin or something, and then it infuses that with that flavor. And then some recipes on how you could utilize that creation in a tasty way. And and of course, even, even for n- non-alcoholic beverages, infusing different types of drinks. And it's just a creative luxury thing. And I think that's what gifts are, things that people would not do or purchase for themselves or even consider. And it can just Spark a little joy and luxury in someone's life. So yeah, those types, I would welcome that for sure. That's a fun gift.
0: So that is all for this HuffPost article on, gosh, expert tips to save. Some were good, some were bad, (laughs) some were there.
1: It was, I think the word yeah. expert is what we would take so, out of that for article. For our next article,
0: I wanted to actually, so this was when I Googled it, all of them were articles actually for e-commerce stores or brick and mortar stores to increase their holiday sales, like not for consumers to take advantage of sales or save, but how can a business owner get other people to spend more at their store? So I was like we have to use one of these in the episode so that you know what these stores are being told to get you to spend more money so you're aware so that you can discern whether this is something that you need this is a place you know where you want to spend your money or if it's if you're just falling prey not prey it's marketing is not evil But if maybe you're getting a little swept up in the moment, swept up in the season, which is very normal. Yes,
1: I love it. That's such a good description. And I think this is something really important for us to be aware of, both at the holidays and year round. Again, not to say that this couldn't work. I mean, BOGO deals are awesome if it's what you're Mm -hmm. looking for and you can utilize two of the same thing. It's not a good deal if you never even intended to buy one of that thing. So yeah, like you said, it's not bad. It's not evil. It can be really helpful. But then to be aware of... And when we go into this season and stores and we're engaging with friends and some of these parties and within our community, just having these things in the back of our minds, it's like, what's that show? Criminal Minds? <laughs> Again, it's not evil, but it's like mm-hmm. getting into the mind of it and and being aware and more wise to, is this just a marketing tactic?
0: Yeah. Uh, or is this something I actually want to buy? Absolutely. So we won't go into all 12 of these, but they definitely are worth giving a read if you want to look at them. Mm-hmm. But so- My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity, when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan.
1: If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month.
0: All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this
1: new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com frugal. That's mintmobile.com frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
0: Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me.
1: Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and make sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you,
0: constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life
1: private by signing up for Delete.me. Now, add a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete.me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeliteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeliteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL.
0: I think I'll go with the first one that I will go with is the giving back. I think this is great for stores to do. So they say, um, if you shop with us, like the give back, they're like if you shop here, we'll give to a a charity. So maybe they can afford to charge more or something because they're playing at your heartstrings. To oh, I I make a difference if I shop here, which is great. I think that more stores should be doing that, not just for the tax write offs, which is usually what they're doing it for. But I think that you could make a bigger difference by giving to the charities that you are passionate about versus entrusting a corporation or business to give on your behalf and therefore shop at the place that saves you the most money and then just add generosity to your budget. But if you're a person who knows that you won't do that and you want to entrust somebody else to give on your behalf, that's not bad. You know, At least charities are being funded.
1: Exactly. Another one on here that stood out to me was just the themed parties. And really anything <laughs> that is a themed get-together, gathering around something. And I think this stood out to me because I think this is the marketing tactic that works best on me, you use the term getting swept up. And I would just define the holiday season as that in a lot of ways for me personally. And I love going to themed parties and things that I would never typically spend on. I'm like, it's Christmas and this smells like Christmas or this tastes like Christmas and I love it and I want to buy it. Uh, But I think you already
0: fell prey to that this year.
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. Yeah. I did. Yikes. <laughs> but early now October. I'm prepared. But now I'm I'm a prepper, you know. I'm prepared <laughs> with my drink, with my beverage that reminds me of Christmas. And and I'll sip on it, you know, throughout this holiday season. Anyhow. I'm mad. It's. I think it's fun. We can go to these theme parties, but know that a lot of times they are playing upon the fact that there is a theme and there is excitement around that and potentially urgency. So enjoy the parties, go to them, but have a plan before going of how can I engage with this and just enjoy the experience of it without actually needing to spend a ton of money on
0: it. Mm Mm-hmm. I got swept up in the season two I can't say that I did not I bought a pumpkin candle from Aldi and Mm -hmm. I used to be like candles used to be everything to me (laughs) And and then I'm, and then what happened? Was there some sort of drama? And then a candle betrayed me. <laughs> but I got out of the habit of buying so many candles, and so I haven't bought a candle in a really long time. And and I bought one for it was, it was like five bucks. But yeah, I uh, I relived that love of this getting swept up in the season with the holiday candle, with
1: the five dollar pumpkin candle. Yes.
0: Uh, So I'm going to, my next one is going to be one that's actually on the list and it's going to be the one that I originally was going to talk, the give back to your customers. So it is through like rewards programs and loyalty programs. So this is how they're going to try and get you this holiday season is to try and send you a discount for their store, to run some kind of Instagram holiday giveaway or holiday-specific rewards or loyalty programs, just run for like six weeks or something that get you to shop somewhere so many times. So these are kind of the things that stores, you're gonna be seeing a lot of these on Instagram. You're gonna be seeing a lot of them in your email inbox that you have to just discern and be aware of so that you can save money on the things you're intending to buy, but don't let marketers tell you what you are intending to buy. Mm. Make a plan before they can get to you. Yeah,
1: exactly. The other one that stands out to me is just related to SEO, like search engine optimization and the buzzwords that people are wanting to utilize to get themselves in front of you more. So, People are going to be searching holiday deals, specials, whatever the latest gadget or gift is. And so there are companies and organizations who are going to pay money to get themselves in front of you more often. And I mean that can be all fine and good if it is actually something that you're looking for, but also know that this could lead you to have something in front of you that you were never intending to buy just because or companies have paid money to either know what it is that you're searching for and maybe put something slightly similar in front of you through social media or yeah, your your internet usage. So just be aware of the buzzwords and the way that some of that online marketing works.
0: Yeah. And they will start to couple that with paid ads. So not just SEO and organic, but paid. So you're going to see a lot of Facebook and Instagram ads for things that you've already used, for things that you've searched. They're going to retarget. Um, with these special like holiday things. So just be aware, and you can use like a plugin like newsfeed eradicator to essentially eradicate your newsfeed on Facebook on your desktop. It doesn't work on the phone, but you can definitely take Facebook off of your phone and then you have access to it on your desktop without a newsfeed. So that so that can limit that. Uh, there's still nothing for Instagram that I know of, but uh, I'm sure. There is something to come. But but yeah, so those are the kind of the things that marketers are using. So be aware of them. They are not bad. You just need to be aware that that's what they're doing so that you can discern um, and make conscious choices.
1: Yeah, uh, other things... W- would include people hosting classes or tutorials online. Again, that's the whole social media, Instagram. People are going to be going live a lot. Businesses are going to be doing that. They're going to be advertising actionable things, even utilizing their Google page for, you know, click here for this upcoming live event. And a lot of times people will offer, it's, you know, called a value add, something for free, although they will be selling you something on that free tutorial or class or you name it. And again, if it's something you're really interested in, you've already had it on your list of something you would consider purchasing, then great, that can work in your favor. But be aware that it is a technique that could get you to spend more than you intended to.
0: You know what else is a technique that's going to get you to give more, <laughs> but won't actually
1: cost you. It just that. gives back. The, the bill, bill of, of the week. week.
0: It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, frugal friends. This is Molly calling from St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm a recent transplant from D.C. and I'm loving the Florida sunshine so far. I just wanted to call and leave you guys with my favorite Bill, who is a DC native, Bill Nye the Science Guy. He is someone I've always really admired from a young age, who didn't love in science class, and the teacher would roll out the TV on wheels and watch an episode of that for the period. Anywho, I think he stands for gaining knowledge and making the world a better place. Through learning different things, which you two very much emulate on each of your podcasts every week. So, thank you for what you do. Hope you guys are doing well. And
1: have a good one. Bye. Bill, Bill, <sighs> Bill, Bill, Bill Nye.
0: So, ma- so many things I love about A, Molly from St. Pete. Hit us up, girl. B, that total compliment about us being even like Bill Nye. Like, oh, <laughs> Third out of order, but still, but still third on priority. You remember when they would just roll out the TV and you would watch TV or a movie for a period? They don't do that anymore. We lived in a golden age.
1: <laughs> we did, we did that. Yes, so and the TV was on wheels. Yes, massive tube TV on wheels. Plug it in. Oh my god. Put in the VHS and just learn.
0: I love I love it. Yes. You know, my entire American history class was just watching Band of Brothers. That was the class. That's how I learned American history. And you know, it was probably better than a lecture. Well, maybe. There's a Florida education for you. That is Florida.
1: (laughs) St. Pete, though, Molly. Oh, it's so (laughs) nice to meet another local person. And yeah, I agree with Bill Nye. He's great. I remember he was my after school show. I would eat my goldfish, my cheddar goldfish as a snack. And watch Bill Nye the Science Guy. So we're with you. These are the memes. Uh, If you have a bill of the week, whether it's a person named Bill who shaped and formed your childhood or a bill you paid off, a bill you have yet to pay, a bill you didn't have to pay, whatever. Visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. So excited to hear it how do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together
0: better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal.
1: Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost.
0: After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot special for $1,000 off Vanta.
1: Now it's time for
0: the The lightning lightning round. round. So here is what we are buying this holiday season. It's already on our plan list. We've already made it. I love yours, Jill, but I'm going to go first. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love this topic because it's always what I'm asking people partially to help myself prepare and make wise decisions. But also I love getting tips from other people on this because this happens every year. And let's be real. We're not always super prepared for it mm-hmm. or have the best ideas. And this is where community and accountability comes into play of what are other people doing? Where can I find freedom and permission? What's the the best use of my time energy and resource and so that's my aim with this question and then love to hear what others have to say so Mm -hmm. i'm happy to hear yours first jen
0: okay okay so we actually need and this is a frustrating we need a new tv because ours is gotten to the point where it does not function properly which is upsetting because it's not that old And we have manually fixed it and tried to digitally fix it, and it just keeps going back. So that is something that we will be getting on a probably Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We'll see. But that's kind of the thing we're getting for us. We don't really need anything else, but we will also be looking at secondhand gifts for our family. Maybe we can get them something a little nicer, something a little more quality by getting it secondhand and our family knows us and they will roll their eyes for a second and then be thankful. So that's, that's us. And it's just a better to than getting like new stuff um, better for the environment. So that's, that's that. And then also I think I would like to attend some kind of holiday event every single weekend in December, whether we are hosting it on our patio. We have a beautiful patio outside, or going over to somebody else's house, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the things that I need to buy to buy my way into these parties. So food, uh, essentially, and uh, uh, beverage.
1: That's so fun, and I love the way that that's aligned with values for you because that represents getting together with people.
0: Yes, community and Netflix binging are <laughs> core values, and so that's really how. Our holiday purchases are aligning.
1: Yes, and mm-hmm. environmental sustainability by repurposing, reusing, recycling.
0: Oh, yeah, that too. Secondhand. But mostly, mostly cult and murder documentaries. Cult, <laughs> cult documentaries is yes. a core value for me. Uh, and then I'll get
1: together with you, and we'll watch it together.
0: Yes.
1: Mine. And you've heard me, if you've listened to us long enough, you know that this is my realization with the holidays. Food is my area of biggest spending. I know we talk about gift giving and that's a part of it, but I usually spend the most money on food. And rather than be shocked and surprised by it, I'm planning for it. Of... This is what I like to do. I like to eat good food, share good food with others. I think the holidays represent a lot of that. I don't want to go crazy with it. I mean, you know me, I still have my Vitamix and I'm going to be making my smoothies, but I think that this time does represent getting together in small groups of people and enjoying meals together. And so that's something I don't want to cut out. So I am already preparing for what that's going to mean. I'm already stocking my beverage shelf and my freezer and it's it's going to be a good year. Oh, and, I'm so
0: excited.
1: <laughs> and for me it's prioritizing kids gifts. We train people how to treat us. This is this is my clinical therapist Jill coming out. And thankfully after years and years of identifying where are my values, where's my budget. I I love giving kids gifts for Christmas and that's, that's what brings me the most joy and seems to bring children the most joy. <laughs> and so that's the priority. I typically don't get gifts for adults. Uh, that's so funny
0: that's so opposite it is funny yeah and that's (laughs) totally
1: fine we're all out here doing our own thing if I do see so and for me too gift giving has to be meaningful I don't just want to give you something for the sake of giving you something to clutter your house and I don't just want to spend money for the sake of spending money but throughout the year I keep my eyes on What might be useful, beneficial, kind to people? And so if I see something, I'm like, that would be a good gift. I might get it and hold on to it for Christmas. So it's not to say that the adults in my life never receive a gift. It's not going to be priority. You may or may not get something. If you are going to get something, I've identified it as something that I think you're really going to like and it's meaningful. So that's the way that I give to adults. And otherwise, if you're a kid, yeah, you'll get something from me. It might just be candy, but <laughs> that's the priority. My nieces and nephews, oh, love them to pieces. Got to give yes. them a gift.
0: I think for for me, I see the adults like in my, my in-laws and my family there and see how they're such generous people and they give and they work so hard And I just feel like they don't get honored enough. And so this is my opportunity to say, I see you. I see your hard work. And uh, I know you've given a lot to your children. Here's something for you.
1: I can appreciate Um, that. I think for me, the the way that I give in that regard is with the food. (laughs) Like, come on over and I'll make you a drink (laughs) and I'll give you some good apps.
0: (laughs) That's that's my gift to you. Some canapes uh well however you gift and whoever you gift to we are so thankful that you listen to this show you are a gift to us because without you we would not be doing this show so thank you so much for listening and uh, sharing your kind reviews with us on itunes and stitcher like this one for manatee friend who isn't a friend to manatees i love it Inspiring, motivating, and fun to listen to. I started listening to Jen and Jill on the Frugal Friends podcast about three months ago. In that time, I've learned so much between debt payoff stories and guest speakers. I learn something new or get inspired by someone's journey every time I listen. Fortunately, I don't have student loan debt, but I still felt like I was living paycheck to paycheck. Now I'm evaluating where all my hard earned dollars go and I'm starting to make smart financial decisions for my future. Thank you for working so hard to make such a great resource available to all who listen. Mm. And that was five stars. Manatee friend. I wonder if
1: you're in Florida too.
0: Maybe. Florida Reunion over
1: here. And thanks for your gratitude and recognition of hard work. I mean, we Yes, thank you. It really is a privilege and an honor to put out this content and to be helping others. And there's so much reward in that. But it is work. And I don't know, it just feels good to hear that. Thanks, manatee friend. Thank you. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, we're adding you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we give away a copy of the Frugal Friends workbook.
0: So please Keep leaving us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher uh, and sending those screenshots to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us on your social shares, whether it's on the post or a uh, story. We will see them. Awesome. And see you all next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani.
1: Okay, Jen, you were just at FinCon, which for those who don't know, is a financial conference for people in the personal finance space. And it's where you learn so much. We all learn so much good things about how to keep putting out good content, yada, yada. But all Mm -hmm. that to say, you (laughs) met a Frugal Friends listener. Yes. And I've not been able to hear about it yet.
0: Okay, so this was uh, at the time this comes out a month ago, but her name's Veronica. So shout out to you, um, hey Veronica. She, you can, f- everyone can follow her, especially allied health professionals at Fired Up for Allied Health. And it was a treat to meet her and her husband. And so here is here is how serendipitous this meeting was. I have been. Battling tendinitis in my ankle for almost, I guess, two months at this point. It's been really hard, actually, because um, oh. I'm super active and um, know this. It's been painful, and I can still walk and drive, but it is. I can't run. I can't jump. I can't do anything where I like lift my ankle off the floor. So it's been like really debilitating for. The lifestyle that I'm used to leading. Jeez. So I went into FinCon with this, and then I meet Veronica, and she's like, Oh, I'm a physical therapist. And her husband's like, Oh, yeah, I'm a physical therapist. I work with <laughs> athletes. And I was like, Oh, well, let me tell you about my life. And so they gave me a treatment plan to help my ankle get better. And it was similar to what I had been doing, but I was doing 15 reps a day. And they were like, nah, girl, you got to do 100 a day. So whoa! I am so thankful to Veronica and her husband. So if you are listening, which I know typically they both listen, thank you so much for your help. And it was a pleasure meeting you and uh, I am now a fan of you.
1: That's amazing. Hi, Veronica. I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you, but thank you for helping my friend, Jen. (laughs) You're such a silent
0: sufferer. (laughs) How did I not know that this is happening for you? Well, it hasn't been super debilitating to where I can't, you know, it, it really only in the gym is it um, mm-hmm. debilitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you worked out with me, you definitely know it about it. Know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh so. man. That's a lot of reps though. You got to put right? in some work. I made a chart and I've been filling it in. The only day that I missed was the day I actually re-injured my ankle. <laughs> I fell off a bike and, uh, oh, so geez. it was, uh, I hurt all day. So I didn't do the exercises. Um, uh, but other than that, I've been so faithful because I have signed up for a half marathon and I have to get this nipped in the bud. Wow. Yeah. Well, so. I'm
1: glad for the help. And yeah. I hope it works.
0: If you are an allied health professional, definitely follow Fired Up for Allied Health.